Hello, and welcome to the Four Color Nerds Broke Gaming Podcast, Episode 13. I'm Missy, and I'm joined by some other PC gaming nerds, Chris. Hello. And Hannah. Hi. Together we take on PC gaming for the cheap and broke. Each week we gather here to find a great game for a great price. We review the prior week's selection and see if it was worth our money and time. Then we pick a new game and do it all over again. This is a review show, so there will be spoilers. This week's game is Castle Crashers. Our companion song is Bodies by Drowning Pool. Let's take a listen. I picked that song because it's fairly appropriate considering the game is all about bashing and smashing and killing things. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that song since high school. Castle Crashers was developed by the Behemoth. It was published by a couple of studios, the Behemoth, Microsoft Game Studios, and Sony Computer Entertainment. Uh, it is available for Windows, OS X, Xbox 360 and One, and PlayStation 3. The release date for our copy, which is OS X and Windows copy, was September of 2012, and we purchased it on Steam for $2.99. So Castle Crashers begins with four knights partying down at the castle, and during the party, a dark wizard arrives, stealing a mystical gem and capturing four princesses. The king sends the knights to retrieve the gem, rescue his daughters, and bring the wizard to justice. It's less on the RP, however, and more on being a 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up kind of game. So what did you guys think? Yeah, this definitely reminds me of the classic arcade beat-em-ups. Yeah. Yeah, only I died less because you don't have yeah. to put quarters into it. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not designed for you to lose quite as much as those used to be, so it's, uh, it's a bit more fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I actually played it with my kids. <laughs> yeah. It's easy enough for them to understand. They're five and seven, so we all played it together. Yeah. Chris and I played together. It requires a controller for anybody listening. It requires a controller. You can't really do this with a keyboard. Yeah, it's just not the same. It's not. It's so weird. Like, I tried it for ten seconds. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing <laughs> You're like, this. No, no. So we have it on Xbox, so I kind of cheated and played it on Xbox this week. I like it. It's adorable. Yes. Yeah, it has a good art style. Yeah, the art style is awesome. And I went and Googled it because I was looking up publisher names and stuff like that. And the fan art, there's like fan art for this game. Wow. I never really thought to look for it, but that would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's really neat looking. Well, my brain just went rule 34. I'm sure that's there, too, you know. That's probably around somewhere. I picked a chainmail guy. Yeah, I had already beaten the game, so we had some extra characters instead of just the uh, red, blue, yellow, and green. So uh, we had, okay. like, chainmail guy. Yeah, and the, the chainmail looked like, you know, chains that you would use to pull a boat with, but <laughs> kind of stuck together, like, hanging across the face. It was awesome. I could have been a girl. Chainmail girl. <laughs> chainmail girl. 
Like a veil of chains? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much what it was. It does not look like any historical armor, but it was funny. There is some replayability because you have those different characters and stuff like that. You can play the game through yeah, again with yeah. different characters, and there's a lot of things to collect in there as well. It's fun to play a Smash game just randomly to kill time, you know? Oh, yeah. The sense of humor is pretty good. Yes, it's really funny. Like, lots of little <laughs> jokes and puns and... Mm-hmm. It's a little juvenile, just all the animals pooping in the forest. So. Oh, my God, that was my favorite part! <laughs> well, that first bird, and then it poops, and I'm like, that's gross. And then it looks scared and poops, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> And then it like poops itself to death and you're like okay now it's funny it's really yeah. bad that's funny the third time is funny yeah. <laughs> my kids got an absolute kick out of those kinds of poop jokes <laughs> oh, well, i guess i'm you know five and seven inside because i chris can attest i giggled like a maniac like every time and then when the bear did it i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh yeah, did you find any of the uh, collectibles, like little animals that follow you around and stuff? No. No? You can, well, you can collect these little things. They give you little bonuses, like more experience, or they'll find help you find things in the environment, or something like that. And they're real cute, and they follow you around. They're adorable. We went, since I had already collected a bunch, we went to the little arc place and just like ran around with them for about five minutes figuring out what everything did again yeah there's <laughs> a kitty and a puppy and some birds and a giraffe <laughs> yeah no i got kind of pushed along the path i should have played it by myself more i think but i just got pushed along the path I said okay we'll just keep going to the next one yeah you do have to kind of explore to find them and the, the kids aren't really prone to exploring they just want to go straight ahead yeah. They just want to keep going as far as they possibly can. So we got pretty far. But yeah, this this game's pretty adorable. And for two ninety nine, mm-hmm. you can't beat that. Yeah, you really can't beat it. I did get it on Steam too. And once I get a USB cable, then we'll plug the controller into the computer and see how that goes. Nice. Yeah, definitely a good game to play with friends. Yes. Yeah, it's like a Mario Party kind of game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but not as inane as Mario Party is. Right? <laughs> this is like the butchering your friend's version of Mario Party. Yeah, we dueled! <laughs> yes, after you beat some of the bosses, you save a princess, you have to duel over the yes. princess, and whoever yes. wins uh, gets a kiss. Yep. <laughs> so I was surprised. Hannah like actually like went at me and beat me and uh, got, got the kiss from the princess. It was pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I wanted that kiss. <laughs> Button mashing is strong. Yes, my button mashing is so good. You don't even, like... (laughs) It totally carried me through this game. I don't have a lot of skill when it comes to gaming in general, but I am real good at button mashing. This is definitely a button masher, (laughs) that's for sure. It is kind of almost foolproof button mashing. Like, you can kind of get turned the wrong way. If you have enough speed stats, you can turn around pretty quick and still not. Mm-hmm. ruin your entire day i didn't get stuck in corners as much as i usually do in games and fighting games so that was nice <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of corners so yeah well i'm usually kind of off in on one side like flailing before oh, like a whole yeah. minute before i realize it that only happened to me a couple times or you start watching the other player's character run around and you're like i'm mm-hmm. kicking ass and Wow! Whoa, yeah. i didn't even know i knew this combo <laughs> oh no i'm, I'm in the corner. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm hitting my face. Yeah, I think you got lost behind, like, the big bosses once or twice. Because once you go behind them, you just can't see yourself at all. Yeah, you just can't see yourself at all. And I felt like I was doing something, but then I realized I wasn't gaining any XP or anything. <laughs> and to be, like, super critical, super critical for a minute here, the, the bosses hitbox like when it comes to where they are you aren't even standing near it and hit. it's just so weird the positioning because it's 2d instead of 3d yeah that you yeah. can stand in front of them and hit them and then it's just uh it's hard to describe yeah like you have to be on the same like plane as him so if you're a little bit too far like down in front or too far behind him then you just are completely whiffing and it sucks yeah <laughs> and then you die faster yeah. <laughs> or just flail around on a different plane and don't do anything <laughs> like I did for like an entire level. Chris had like 137 and I had like 47. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> I think that was just for that one boss battle. Yeah, the one in the uh, the water. Yeah, the catfish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The catfish, yeah. yeah. The cat catfish with the hairball. <laughs> cat that catfish. was pretty gross. Yeah, there's lots of gross-out humor in this game, which is fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Because we are all seven inside. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> so what do you want to rate it? I'm going to rate it four stereotypical trope princesses out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I will rate it four adorable animal companions out of five. I will rate it three and a half bears pooping in the woods out of five. <laughs> Because what is a game without bears pooping? Without a bear shatting itself. <laughs> right? Everything that you didn't know you needed. All right, yeah, pretty much. Chain veil. Chain veil. Oh, that sounds cool. I want to make one of those. <laughs> that would probably <laughs> hurt your face. <laughs> that might hurt your face. Like just, just a little bit. Just around and just be like slapping you on the nose and the face like... <laughs> Especially if you wear glasses. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I don't know. wouldn't survive. Glasses, no. Or have facial piercings. Yeah, Ooh. I got those too. That would probably not work out so well. <laughs> probably not. All right, you know the law. Six games enter, one game leaves. Each week we have a budget of $5 to spend on a game. If we spend less than that, we roll the spare change into next week. Every week we bring two games to consider. We each vote for a game, and we cannot vote for our own game. The game with the most votes is our next game to play and review. And this week we are rich with $10.58. Big money, big money. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go first. My first game, uh, I know we have a lot of money, but a lot of games are on sale right now for the winter. Yeah, they are. The winter Steam sale. So I'm going to nominate uh, Thomas Was Alone, which is a puzzle platformer game. I don't really know a lot about what it's about, but it's gotten a lot of praise and, like, it apparently has a pretty compelling narrative and stuff, despite having really simple graphics. Like, all the characters are just, like, quadrilaterals, basically. Okay. Huh. A couple different sized rectangles and colored rectangles. And that's it. And it is $2.49 on Steam. So uh, my second game is Hand of Fate. And it's a game that is a weird mix of a couple different things. It's like a deck builder and an adventure game or something like that where you, like, fight stuff in a dungeon, and then you get cards from them, and you put those cards in your deck. And then the next dungeon, you can, like, draw that card. 
So maybe you start with like a dagger and then you get a sword and put that in your deck. So if you draw the sword and you equip it or something like that. It's a pretty unique one, so I'm I want to try it out. And it is six dollars and seventy nine cents on Steam. Alright. You wanna go, Hannah? You want me to go? I'll go. The Bioshock franchise is on sale on Steam right now. And I've never actually played Bioshock and they have Bioshock remastered right now for sale for uh, nine ninety nine. We have the money, so I figured we may as well. It's a shooter, unlike any other, loaded with unique weapons and tactics. Uh, lots of revolvers, shotguns, grenade launchers, and you have to genetically modify your DNA as you go throughout the game. Um, I've watched the game being played, but I've never actually played it, so I'm going to nominate it and give it a shot here. It's a classic. And then my next game that I want to nominate is Gone Home. It's $4.99 on Steam right now, and it's gotten very positive reviews. And the story is June 7th, 1995, 1.15 a.m. You arrive home after a year abroad. You expect your family to greet you, but the house is empty. Something's not right. Where is everyone? And what happened here? So you go around the house exploring and um, trying to figure out what happened. You can open any drawer or door, pick up objects and examine them and discover clues and uncover the event of uh, the family's life and, uh, and by investigating what they left behind. So my first one is called Mark of the Ninja. And it is 374 on Steam. It's 449 for the special edition. Or we could just get the regular edition, whichever one you want to get. It's uh, an action-packed 2D stealth game with excellent artwork and gameplay. In Mark of the Ninja, you'll know what it is to truly be a ninja. You must be silent, agile, and clever to outwit your opponents in a world of gorgeous scenery and flowing animation. Marked with cursed tattoos, giving you heightened senses, every situation presents you with options. Will you be an unknown, invisible ghost, or a brutal, silent assassin? You get to, it's a 2D stealth game, you get to run around as a ninja. Who doesn't want to be a ninja? And then my second game is called Craft the World, and it is 474 on Steam, because everything's on sale this week. Craft the World is a unique sandbox strategy game. It's a mix of Dungeon Keeper, Terraria, and Dwarf Fortress. Explore a randomly generated world populated by dangerous creatures, build a dwarf fortress, gather resources, and craft all the items, weapons, and armor you need. This game, I have almost 200 hours logged on this game. <laughs> <laughs> this game is so much fun. And since we were talking about all the dwarf fortresses and stuff last week, I figured I'd bring this one up. Because you really do, you dig into the ground, and you dig tunnels, and you get all the minerals, like Minecraft, but it's 2D. And then you build up your castle, and you have to plan for invasions and secure your fortress so that you don't get overrun by all these zombies and goblins and skeletons and all sorts of fun stuff. So again, that was Craft the World, and that's 474 on Steam. Well, let's see. I think I will go ahead and vote for Bioshock. Ooh, I'll vote for Craft the World. I am actually going to vote for Bioshock, too. Okay. I have never played Bioshock. Really? Neither of you have. Okay, well, this will be a fun week then. Yeah. So we got to make sure to put in a bunch of hours on it. So, <laughs> oh, so we can get through the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's nice and creepy. It'll be fun. 
So that was Castle Crashers. You can find all kinds of nerd shenanigans, including our other Four Color Nerds podcast on the week's comic books at fourcolornerds.com or our Facebook page, Four Color Nerds. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. You can find the podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. On Stitcher. On SoundCloud. And on Podcast Addict. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, keep gaming, nerds! Bye! Bye! Adios!